Episode 260 of the Saturn Studs Podcast. I'm Kurt, joined this week by my, I don't know, fighting co-hosts, Peter and Jake. <laughs> Throwing up fisticuffs. Our combatants. Yeah, combatants. That would have been better, but I, I blanked. I'm a fraud. I'm a hack fraud con man. Throw me out. Our mortal combatants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is... It is episode 260. Um, this episode is dedicated to childhood vaccinations across America. I, we're, we're pushing for drives in, in all public schools everywhere. And our motto is, we need mass shootings in every school. <laughs> we need to get these school children shot full of okay, vaccines. Right. Uh, I think I propose, uh, Kurt, you and I, uh, we start having Pete like run through his additions before the show starts. Yeah, well, clear it through. I, in your shit too. I need to get you all the fucking send me before the show. Fucking list of all the jokes you're gonna make. I can screen them for the fucking usefulness. Right. <laughs> Mass shootings of vaccines. I need needles in arms, folks. I want a needle got a on every kid's arm. <laughs> got a full clip. <laughs> Gonna shoot them all up with that life-saving good good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? We're just trying to save I don't, lives. I don't... Come I on. want them to not even touch the hospital. They won't even get there in time. Vaccinated before they Because they'll be the cured ground. before then. <laughs> Side effects may include trauma, <laughs> increased Sca- gun needles laws. are scary, yo. Although I have to say, the the needle for this one, like when I got it, it was it was like very low key. I was like, that's it. Did you get the one that I'm... like was the the, the yeah? It's f- like a flu shot. Did you get the one that was the fake vaccine, the one where the needle like retracts back into the syringe? What? I I don't know. What? I didn't fucking so, look at the thing. It looked so like a, a it looked like a caught gun when I got it. So there's a special needle out there that's causing controversy and it's creating a, a conspiracy for no reason other than it's a special needle that when it's done injecting, it's spring loaded and it shoots the needle back into the syringe. So you don't so, have to like slide it out. The nurse doesn't have to slide it out. So like an EpiPen kind of deal? Sure. Reverse. But like reverse? Uh, yeah. It's like a EpiPen. So people are looking at videos and they're saying, oh, look at this nurse. Shoot, like stick and it in. It, it, it. And then and then as they bring it away, there's no needle. And they're like, oh my God, it's a conspiracy. There's no actual vaccine. They're just killing people. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a normal, it's just a, it's a special syringe. I did not have that. My... The nurse stabbed me with it, wiggled it around, <laughs> shot it in me, and then yanked it out at an angle and violently made my arm sore. But it's actually not that bad anymore. Ow. Shit. No, it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it turns out when you fucking jam your finger into the injection site, it's going to be a little tender. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So we are oh, coming boy, at you oh, live, as always. From 
fucking various locations that Raiden is sending us. So we're going to be hopping around throughout the cast. Raiden's going to go, Mortal Kombat! And he'll go, Psst! And then we're going to just go to, you know, a trailer. Somewhere in Earthrealm. Somewhere in Earthrealm. Didn't know this was Thor Love and Thunder. Well, there are different fucking layers to the universe. Yes, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> based on the 1992 video game, ripping off Thor Love and Thunder, the yet-to-be-released movie. <laughs> Earthrealm. I, I don't know, like almost anything about Mortal Kombat lore, so... I'm quite knowledgeable. Um, they... And I'll talk more about this. They... Some of the nods were nice, but they definitely went too far in a few places. Sure. Oh, really? Um, uh, when they said fatality and, like... I clapped. Flaw, I clapped I, when I they saw it. it. I, I... Personally, I was like, okay, that's dumb as shit, but he I'm, said I'm the thing. It. He said the thing. Cognitive dissidence seems like a strong term, but I don't have anything else to use, so I'll use that. But when your movie takes itself as seriously as this movie did for as much of its runtime, and you throw in shit like that, it just it doesn't work. Like it worked when Kano said Kano wins. Like that was fine because that I could see that coming from That's his like character. That's a sarcastic thing to say. I win. Kano wins. But when fucking. Liu Kang or Kung Lao, whichever one, is saying flawless victory. That's <laughs> well, he never a bridge too got far. Touched. So therefore, he had all of his health bar, which I think checks out. Something I would say if I beat somebody without being touched. Mm-hmm. However, this movie when made I, me when fall I get in love jumped. with Vampire Lady and <laughs> killed her off right away. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, I have no idea what character that was supposed to be. Uh, uh, I looked up all the lists of uh, the Mortal Kombat characters just to like remind myself. There were some deep cuts in here. Like the dude, I played every Mortal Kombat except the newest one, MK11, and I don't think they brought in any characters from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had no idea who fucking Hammerman was. <laughs> uh, yeah, they should have brought in Meat. <laughs> I'm trying to see Smoke. Noob Cybot. Yeah. Um, but we we will we'll, we'll we will have plenty of say to say plenty to say on that. Tara was a, apparently a character. I don't know oh, yes. from what she was. The having your fighting lady. having a fighting character that can fly is maybe I don't know about all. I that. don't think they fly in the game like all the time. Unless they do the Meta Knight, they got the little Meta Knight going on. The Ivan Ooze. Immune to lows because he floats. The, like literally, <laughs> the only person who has a hammer like that is Shao Kahn. Yeah, and this guy's name was like Richter or something not like that. that. It was not Shao Kahn. General Guzenstein. General Globalob, I guess. Uh, General. I don't. I don't have a transition to try watch from General. <laughs> General Shang Tsung and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, it, I, it's very weird that they're already making a, another World Combat movie so soon after mm-hmm. the, this one released. Yeah, I think this um, might have a little bit less blood though. Uh, that this is going to be better fights than Iron Fist. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> yep. It's because he's um, Asian. Yeah, this movie. I, I don't know. I my interest in all of Marvel's Phase Four shit is quite low, and this was 
like slightly above Immortals or Eternals yeah. or whatever. I think I I don't um, I'm not excited for Shang-Chi at all. Am I least caring? I'm phase. the only thing I'm excited for is to see what they do with the Mandarin. And it's that's because I did not like Iron Man three with how they did the Mandarin that way. Oh, I'm sure this is a this I is a chance for them to be pandering the to the Mandarin. story Iron Man three was telling. Sure, but I didn't like but that they turned. I didn't like the story that Iron Man three was telling. <laughs> it it made sense in their narrative, yeah, but I think it was just a bad idea. Let's, it just wasn't a good narrative. Let's have just... one of the like main villains from Marvel's history be uh not the actual villain <laughs> he's, a, he's an actor he's the man darren what was his name darren was that what it was or terry yeah, or something? i don't i don't know I, i've always called him the man darren man darren yeah yeah that was but the rings are big in this one they've got yeah. big rings because they're dragon rings yes like the dragon balls but we don't see anyone's balls because this is a marvel show but there is going to be a keep dragon apparently so hopefully there's cgs on point I've heard, uh, so I don't know a lot of Marvel, but I've heard the name Fin Fang Foom yes. thrown around. Yes, that's him. That is a dragon in the Marvel universe. That You're is... gonna bring that one. You gonna bring him in? Yep. He's in. You know Fin Fan Foom. He was the first boss or the second boss in Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, brother. Wasn't there like yeah, a like a retcon somewhere along the Mandarin's line where like. The rings were like alien artifacts. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. sure there have been several retcons that's, along I think the that's lines the of current... the Mandarin's 60 year history. <laughs> that's the current like canon is that the rings came from from Mobius, alien yeah. Something. We saw in the Sonic movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic in the Ten Rings. And the rings Sonic are Mobius is technically rings. The rings are pills, um, actually. an alien planet. So I guess it would check out. We need to do the uh, we need to do the yeah, Kevin Bacon care. chain from Sonic to uh, the Marvel universe. I'm sure someone could do it. I'm pretty sure that's pretty easy because Jason Marsden was in uh, X Men. He was Cyclops and Hugh Jackman. So, oh, I yeah, meant like an easy bridge to. I guess ca- actor wise, yeah, but like canon wise, because you know, um, we can definitely link. You know, like with. Uh, with the DC universe, it's easier because you got like Batman and the Ninja Turtles. I'm sure there's been a Power Rangers crossover in there somewhere. Well, sure I mean, you can go from Batman and the Ninja Turtles to Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers in space. Mm-hmm. Two degrees That's, of Kevin Bacon. There it is. Yeah, um, right there. Uh, so Power Rangers canon in the <laughs> DC universe. Um, this is. Before we before I try and think too much about this, I'm just gonna point at the Saint Elsewhere verse. I'm gonna point at that, and y'all can just look that up, and it's probably gonna be somewhere on there. And uh, then from Power Rangers in Space, you have the Dagobah system, <laughs> which brings in Star Wars. <laughs> the Dagobah. It's very true. And I mean, Power Rangers are just Jedi. We've established this. True. It's true. The truth. So that's these are facts. That's a uh, legend of the ten rings. <laughs> we barely talked about anything about. I don't even know what goes on. It's just like, oh, my dad was martial art man. I'm martial art man too. I'm Rey Mysterio's people. son, and I'm gonna fight for my dad. I think, well, I think his dad <laughs> is the Mandarin. He's the Dadarin. Yeah, the Dadarin. 
It was Dadarin and the Ten Rings. The the Dandarin. Um, his hair. Dandarin. His hair is orange. <laughs> so what it sounds like is is that the Mandarin had a kid and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna train you to be like me," and then when I'm ready to like, I, I don't know, move on to the next step after Mandarin, you're gonna take my. When place. I become the Clementine. Yeah. You can become the Mandarin. <laughs> I don't know, maybe he's going to be a dragon. I'm just calling it now. He's going to try to take Fing Fang Foom's spot and be a dragon. I, I don't fucking know. And then the Mandarin is going to be his son. But Mandarin's a villain. Who cares? I don't know. Is my question. It's, uh, man, I feel bad for China, you know? They got, <laughs> okay. They got all this shit with, like, Care, care to elaborate on that one? And then Marvel's just like, here, you want this? And China's like, not really, but you're going to give it to us anyways. Or is it going to be like Mulan where they're like, yes. And then it comes out and people like, and they're like, we said no. We totally said no to this. <laughs> Let the record show that we were always against this. I mean, the last good thing that happened to China was crazy rich Asians. And that wasn't China specifically. <laughs> that was just people who looked like them. And they were like, we'll take it. Okay. Heck. Moving on. Um, Whatever. <laughs> we have an interesting <laughs> upload decision on Movie Clips trailers where they uploaded a teaser for mainstream after the trailer. Oh, yeah. Which is a, a bold new direction for cinema everywhere. Backwards marketing. Um, I don't have anything more to say on this than I had before. It's a uh, fucking... I, I don't believe this isn't an A24 movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys cover Speaking this when I was gone? Because I don't remember this. Mainstream, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Andrew Garfield with a mustache. Gross. He's an influencer, dude. Game show host? I don't know. Both, maybe. Who cares? I don't know what the fuck this movie is. Social media. Is Emojis. Like is he going to kill his friend? Almost kill his friend? I don't know. Is he going to just have him? Is there going to be an extended mukbang scene? I hope so. They got to talk about mukbang. Where it's just him, where it's just Andrew Garfield in front of a camera just eating fucking Taco Bell for for a good 15 minutes. And then at the end of the movie, he gets um, desperate and tries uh, Andrew Garfield OnlyFans. That's right. That's the. uh, And it turns out this was in the Magic Mike universe the entire time. Ooh. New Magic Mike, just OnlyFans. If you Magic if you said Mike Magic Mike age. three going yeah. viral, would that with those that sounds like that would have bad implications? What? Like if you did like a where you sets up like a digital like they're dancers, not escorts, Peter. <laughs> well, you could dance online. You can leave your friends uh, behind. Well, well, yeah. my my point is and that they're not going around giving everyone their chlamydia. And if his friends don't <laughs> dance, they're not prostitutes. Then they're no friends of mine. <laughs> But he's Magic Mike. Where's the magic? Can you contract <laughs> the magic? named Mike. And <laughs> Magic Mike? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like there isn't. <laughs> I feel like Magic Mike should be the sequel to Like Mike. Wow. Fuck Google. I look up Magic Mike. It brings up the cast like I wanted to. And Shannon Tatum is cast as Magic Mike. So his, mm-hmm. I can only assume his first name was Magic, last name Mike. Magic. 
So there is no character named Mike. In the Joe movie. Manganiello uh, was named Big Dick Richie. Mm-hmm. So Big Richard Richie. He's Richie yeah. Rich, Richie Rich, all grown up. Or he's the dick. Man, he's a he dick fell dick on hard bird. times. <laughs> you do it the other way. And Matthew McConaughey was Cass's Dallas. Dallas. Of course, that sound. That's such a the fucking Byers Matthew Club. McConaughey name. Yeah. I'm Dallas. He's riding around Dallas. in his fucking Cadillac. Like, all right, about, all right. Best thing about I'm Dallas. Texas. Best thing about Dallas, Texas, is the girls. They get, they, they're the, sta- <laughs> I, the state stays the same age. I keep getting older. I keep getting older, but the state. Neither of you have even like a recognizable McConaughey. No. I do a. I do literally. If you were to close your eyes, you would be like, "Holy shit!" Is Matthew McConaughey on our podcast? Uh, Look, I actually I don't yes, think I've actually in. seen. We'll be like, holy shit! Did hey, Matthew McConaughey I don't have know the doom injection seen... and get a twenty fourth chromosome? Like, uh, I don't think I've seen a Matthew McConaughey vehicle, you know, movie. I've seen the I've seen the commercials where there's the where Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings are inside the the uh, Cadillac and they're singing soul while he's driving down the roadways. Like, yeah. We should just do Are a you whole episode. Claiming that you've never seen a Matthew McConaughey movie? I may very well not have. We've reviewed, I think, three of them on this show. Really? <laughs> Which ones? Interstellar. Yeah. Isn't Interstellar. I never saw um, Interstellar. Well, we didn't talk. We, you and I talked about Interstellar, but we watched Wa- White Boy Rick. Um, what the fuck is that movie? <laughs> God, Peter, your memory is so bad. It's the it's the one about the fucking kid in Detroit who sells drugs and guns, and they it's not oh ringing my a bell. God, Peter, you so... Yeah, it's what it's what. Oh, uh, eat kid eat is. blueberries, Peter. I'm concerned <laughs> about your Alzheimer's. You need to get them antioxidants in there. I don't know if we ever reviewed the gentleman. But that's another one that he was in very recently. <laughs> oh, like the King's Gentleman? That was the right. That was the second movie. That was uh, the King's Men, the King's Gentleman, where they had the American Gentleman, and one of them was wasn't that Channing Tatum? And he was, he was in. He came out of a whiskey barrel. He had a little Texas like uh, bell buckle on. It. He's like, I'm the King's Serviceman or whatever. I don't, I don't think so, Peter. Do you smell toast? <laughs> you might be having a small stroke. <laughs> Should probably get you to the hospital with Is one day. side of his face drooping at all? <laughs> You'll never know. Oh, dear. Uh, next up, we've got Here Today, a Billy Crystal project. Uh, but Speaking, for speaking reason, of Alzheimer's. We, he, he, yeah, exactly. Nice transition. I would I would say you did it on purpose, but I don't, I don't no. have faith in that. I just um, let the force guide me. <laughs> Billy Crystal, I don't know how movie clips trailers decides who's starring in a movie, but uh, he is the main character of this movie, yet he's not listed as starring in the movie uh, <laughs> in the description of the trailer. Um, yeah, it's a Billy Crystal plays a, a comedy writer. I know, a real, real reach for him, uh, who has Alzheimer's, and he makes friends with Tiffany Haddish, who looks like, I guess she just has bad role selection, because I used to think she was like really unfunny but i liked her in bad trip and she looks like she's going to be good in this yeah uh so maybe she just needs to not do 
Tyler Perry. I movies. think I think Tiffany Haddish is the best when she's not trying to be funny, but they just write her script for her to be like funny, like not over the top. You know what I mean? Because a lot of yeah, times she gets like, cast as like the over the top role. Yeah, the Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. sort of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The one where she's doing hijinks and crazy shit, and it's like, I'm Tiffany Haddish. I'll do anything for some dick. Um, because that's what I feel like she gets cast as. But this is like, she's just having like a one-on-one conversation, being real, and then being funny about it. When being real goes right. <laughs> when keeping it real goes right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is this is actually pretty. It, it's nice to see Billy Crystal in a movie again. Um, and this this actually looks really good. I think it's going to be a great comedy drama sort of thing. Might might mm-hmm. be up for an Oscar or two. I could see that. Um, because it looks like Billy Crystal does a great job in, in what the scenes that we see, man. Definitely on my radar. Um, I feel like uh, this is something he's probably been working on for a while, and uh, you can you can feel the passion. Yeah. In in the movie. Um, from Feel the, the trailer, passion which is, is crystals. The passion of the crystal. It's just a crystal. crystal. Nothing more. It's a what if his crystal. what if he what we if his like it. stage name was William Crystal? Is, the new William Crystal movie. Is Billy Crystal his actual name? Like, is it his? I'm, I'm searching for that now. Is it his William Jewish Edward name? Crystal? Yeah, Whoa. William Edward Crystal. That's crazy. He comes from so a long is, line of crystal. He is William Crystal. He's got no. Uh, don't mention crystal. From the crystal family. I do crystallography all fucking week at work. It's the last thing I want to hear about when I get home. <laughs> uh, I think that's trailers. Uh, There's like yeah. three. Not a lot of them. Oh, no. We, uh, 73 years old. Uh, we well, missed more. We have uh, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, The Devil devil Made made Me Do It. it. The Devil Made Me Do It. I swear. I swear, Your Honor. The Devil Made Me Do It. Just make The Conjuring Vampire Hunter D. Come on. Just make the crossover by this point. The the Abraham Lincoln Conjuring Vampire Hunter. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Another Conjuring movie. And uh, this time. The Devil's in my waterbed. The the Devil stole my son to the waterbed. It's a new new one that I don't think they've ever tried before. A legal horror thriller. So this is going to be interesting. They're going to try the old defense of The Devil Made Me Do It. It was by demonic possession. I don't know if this is actually like a. Is the bailiff going to like fucking get. Have like people in the courtroom going to get snatched by demon monsters? I don't shit. know. I don't know. I think and I think they're saying this guy second. killed some people because he was possessed by the devil. And then there's a hot, uh, or not hot, hot bed, a hot, not a hot tub either. Fuck me with words. Holy shit, water bed. There's a water bed with uh with the with the ghost in it, and it tries to snatch up a kid. That was the big scene that I came came back to. I'm surprised that they did not name this movie "The Devil in the Details." If it is a legal uh, horror thriller, but then I looked up the movie "The Devils in the Details," and it's a uh, uh, Joel Matthews, Ray Liotta, uh, Emmanuel, Emilio Rivera, uh, like 2013 drug movie. The devil, the devils in the details. Payback is hell. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so I don't know. There's something about witches in this and demonic possession and murder and there's a clip. I feel like they, they should like be like fucking police academy yeah. at this point. Like they they gotta like be reaching that point where mm. they don't make money anymore. And I'm really hoping this oh. is gonna come out like near Halloween and they're just releasing a trailer really early. <laughs> um, or this will be a summer or let's, let's think about this for a second. Like how many people who are like fans of the conjuring movies like what's the venn diagram look like of those people and fans of legal drama <laughs> like I mean, is there do you think there's a lot of overlap in there like i can't love maybe. svu i mean ice, I, I don't care for svu <laughs> ice tea talking about like child rape and like child endangerment shit like that is fantastic my ex girlfriend are, are we talking about SVU? She had about the legal favorite thriller? episodes of SVU. Like, who remembers an individual episode of a procedural That's crime weird. drama? That's weird. That is That's fucking weird. weird. That was an early warning sign. Oh, to get remember out of there. when that one, the one thing about the kid who would be put in a basement and then uh, tortured for days? Oh, that was my. That was a good one. Like what? you rewatch that shit on like Netflix. Like why? Why do you need to see it again? The, every episode's the same. Don't you get enough of it? <laughs> shit happens to a kid. Ice T says, "You mean to tell me this happened?" I know. I'm reusing and a John Mulaney. Rich, bit, Richard but... Belzer has big ears and makes a face at the camera. And he's got a cake. And then, Have you seen his? And cake? then the lady. Then the lady. Uh, does lady things and is good at everything. And she's like, I brought justice to this girl that was raped. Oh, no, not Richard. Dun, dun. Or, um, what's the other guy? I wish I knew enough police procedurals that I could mix them up like I mix up 90s, 90s band names. There's a million. There's the NCIS, the CSI, the CSI Miami... The, the like shield, York, just the badge. If, even if you were to blue. send it to like public service shows, like shit, like, uh, like all the fire department stuff too, like all the yeah, different that's... like fire department drama shows. The my favorite, well, my favorite show on television right now, and it has nothing to do with the show. I've never seen an episode. It's just the title is Nine One One, and they already have a yes. spinoff. <laughs> yes, Nine One One, where they where they go through. The lesser known or lesser remembered uh, public service areas, uh, the 911 department, the call center. Y'all remember fucking numbers? I do. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, but. stupid concept of a show that from was. Call of Duty Black Ops? I fucking. <laughs> what the fuck Jake. is this? <laughs> I need context. Is this, this what you mean when you said you Chris said. is when he has cake? Is yeah. that what you were saying? Yes. Oh my fuck. That's what I mean. Dude's got Did you go to Netflix and pull out a <laughs> no, still from no. an episode of Jake SVU? would never pull out of this man. <laughs> I don't pull out facts. <laughs> no, I literally looked up a Google imaged Elliot Stabler cake. And the first picture I sent was the first result. With that bubble butt high up in the air, man's doing kegels while he's dropping his dookie. <laughs> Not what that exercise is. <laughs> man to exercise his glutes. 
<laughs> Shit's 20 times a day. <laughs> oh, How you prolapse? Man's a legend. Man's what I strive to be. You're saying that he's legend. Wait for it. Derriere. Derriere. Derriere, Derriere. And oh, how do I follow that up? Well, with our next segment, the follow-up. <laughs> we take a look at movies, see how they're doing critically, and at the box office. A lot of them we talk about on Trey Watch. We can compare our initial impressions to how the movie actually turned out. Usually, we're not wrong. Uh, in the number one spot for the April 16th to 18th box office, once again... Uh, Holding down the fort three weeks in a row at number one, Godzilla vs. Kong, $7.8 million. That is up to $310 million international, 83 domestic, uh, almost $400 million worldwide, which is actually, I think, more than King of the Monsters made. And there was no pandemic. So that's... That's a, a, a win for the movie industry. Yeah, I, I, guess. I was not expecting that. That's kind of like got everybody on their toes about like what what is the role of movie theaters post pandemic, and people still like it. I think like Mortal Kombat. I feel like that's also the type of movie I would want to go to the theater for. I feel like, and this is just like movie theater experience in general. Like when I was a guy who would see like a handful of movies at the theater a year, I would come away from the theater feeling more positive about the movie I saw, even if like on repeat viewing, it wasn't good because the novelty of the experience was nice. But uh, when I got into movie pass and then AMC Stubbs a list, and I saw movies like every week, multiple times a week in some instances, the enchanting feeling of the movie theater wears off pretty quickly. And I feel that, uh, people who have been on lockdown for a long time are have that itch to see the movie theater shit again. And very quickly after things open up, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this really isn't that great. I kind of prefer watching the new releases at home. However, Godzilla vs. Kong might be just an outlier where it it just hits different if it's like on a big screen where you have these yeah, giant Yeah, there are some movies they, like they that. feel a lot more giant. If they're this is a movie I could see myself seeing in Dolby. Um, but I'm not going to pay $18 to see Godzilla vs. Kong at Dolby no. in a theater where I could possibly get COVID. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's another thing. I don't know. It's like also the... the, the, the these, movies, these movies are expensive to go see when you go see it. In yeah. It's like and like for fucking... families too, like... Uh, like I keep on bringing up my one friend who's got like three kids, and for him and his wife to go see a movie with like all the popcorn and shit like that afterwards, because you know you got kids, they're gonna want popcorn and drinks or whatever. <laughs> Even if you share, they're spending a hundred dollars to go see a movie. Where yeah, it's like fifteen fucking dollars for a large popcorn. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And <coughs> and when you got a and you can just come home or stay home and like rent it for two days or something like that. Like that's so. Do you much know how more. much microwave popcorn you can buy for fifteen dollars? Yeah. You get like three twenty-four packs. That's or one like seventy-two popcorn or one twelve-pack of Boy Scout popcorn because we're a fucking racket. 
No, not as bad as Girl Scout cookies, though. I don't know. Girl Scout cookies. Well, Girl Scout cookies, you have the <coughs> option to only like buy one box, and it's like okay, two, two to five bucks or whatever. I don't remember how much they are, but it's not that. It's much. kind of expensive now. I think it's like almost eight bucks a box now. Jesus, that's not yeah. okay. Because I know the 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 shitty thing with the Boy Scout popcorn was the only like the starting number was like fifteen bucks for microwavable popcorn, and it's light butter. Ugh, get out of here. Um, I like dark butter. Fucking, um, I hate mm-hmm. when people, uh, like just bring in their fucking kids' fundraiser shit at work and just leave it on a table in the cafeteria. Be like, okay, buy it. It's like, no, the fucking point of this shit, especially with the Girl Scouts. Like, if it's a school fundraiser, yeah, they're just trying to make money. But isn't the point of Girl Scout cookie sales to teach these women professional skills? Yep. Like being able to sell. My my make boss, her sell me the fucking cookies. My boss <laughs> like sent an email to everybody saying he's taking Girl Scout cookie orders for his like wife's niece or something like that. And I'm like, that's so many layers removed. And I wish like, I could be a fucking Girl Scout cookie middle manager. I remember my parents were like, no. You want the fucking benefits that you're going to get from selling popcorn. You're going to go out there and go door to door, you motherfucker. My parents wouldn't even let me sell like door to door or like to anyone outside the family. They'd buy like a few things or whatever and they'd be like, that's that's it. That's what you get. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. I don't I care enough. so awkward going up to people's houses going knock, knock, knock. May I interrupt your, uh, your evening dinner and... Offer you some May popcorn, stranger. I interrupt don't know. your right. attempts to conceive a child, stranger. I don't know. Does this outside their window just some microwave popcorn? Would you like these? Would you like these Gertrude Hawk chocolate candy bars? Oh shit! This boy's bringing up Gertrude Hawk. We're my bringing favorite. out the fucking band candy. All right, I'm coming in with my stick, my fucking Ooh. bucket of lollipops. Ooh, Gertrude Hawk! Give me some coconut cream. That shit. Give me the was fucking. Bussin'. Put those smidgens in my mouth. I. I oh, uh, the fucking what was it? Otis Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the best name ever. You want some spunk? <laughs> you want some spunk dough? Hell yeah, dude! Uh, overpriced cookie. Oh. Dough. I mean, the cookies were good, but that it was so. Overpriced. No, did y'all ever sell the cookie dough? Yeah, the, that's what the Otis yeah, Spunkmeyer. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Fucking. We love that shit. I would just get fucking cookie dough. I would just dough. eat the cookie dough, yeah. <laughs> Fuck making it. I know it they, like they fucking put that the on the box. Already. They, they like, knew what it was. They, they knew pasteurized that shit. Raw. Yeah. And then they were like, don't eat raw. And I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's funny. You think you're going to well, stop me? <laughs> Salmonella is a myth. We eradicated that with smallpox. <laughs> I've seen a we man We used the eat smallpox to get rid of the salmonella. And we used the plague to get rid of the smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got I got the capstone on the girl cow the girl cow cookie thing the Girl Scout cookies. Um, they said I saw them like a couple months ago when it was in season or whatever. I saw them selling in the fucking grocery store just on a stand. That's fucking wrong. like straight from the distributor. Like, yeah, you don't I mean, need they, a plug they, anymore. That shit's federal. The Girl Scouts, like the organization, the Girl Scouts of America, is a fucking cookie company. Any like service they provide to young girls is just like a tertiary thing for well they them. like the, well, that's the, why they the have cookies. that's why let girls in the boy scouts now 
so they can do all the fucking levels. They can get Eagle Scouts. Yeah, I'm so for it. The amount of people who are like so against it is dumb. I don't like it. I mean, at the Eagle Scout level, fine. Uh, but like at the lower, younger levels, I can see where like it's important sure. in the development of a young man to have a space where he can just be around I'm... other guys and talk about guy shit without having to worry about offending well, someone. I'm almost positive they're still split up by gender. Yeah. Oh, oh, if, yeah. okay. If that's the case, it's then just, I don't it's give just a there's going to be like a girls group. <laughs> Like okay, so the girl troops and the boy troops in the like, BSA. Like I was in. All troop, right, yeah, that's fine. I don't yeah. give a shit about that. Like I was in Troop Twenty Seven. So like, if Troop Twenty Seven said, "Hey, we want to start bringing in girls," they would have a, a separate group that would meet like either same night in a different area or like a separate but night. equal. <laughs> yeah, separate but equal. They're and then you segregated. get your cooties badge during the <laughs> during the uh, inter troop meetup. But I think there would there would be like um, activities that they would do together. So like, um, you know, uh, maybe camping trips or, or maybe um, if they go out to do like rock climbing or something like that, they might do that. Yeah, together. but like if if they do a retreat, like that's kind of like what I'm getting at. Like I know like I have I've had friends that were in the Boy mm-hmm. Scouts. And like Camp Boyhaven was like a big part of their development as mm-hmm. as men. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not saying having girls there would ruin that, but like there's you have to behave in a different way sure. when it's co-ed. I mean, sure, yeah, there were there was some the stuff that we would. I mean, that that was my biggest concern, um, going through all the steps and like and like remembering how I felt like Scouts. like I remember like how I how important it was for me to just be like myself and not have to like put on a facade for anybody else. Um, like if there was a bunch of girls around, I would feel like, oh, I don't want to like offend them or I can't talk about certain things around them. Or I got to like peacock to get yeah. laid at camp. Yes. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to act differently to like impress them because, you know, at that age, your hormones are raging. And, you know, you're you're thinking you're about doing something. Cajun. You don't know. You don't know what you're going to do, but I don't know how this works, but we'll figure it out. You're like and a... You'll bleed and tell me it hurts. <laughs> you're like a dog chasing a car. <laughs> or so I'm told. I, I don't have any experience <laughs> with anything like that. Um, oh, what the fuck? Was oh yeah, certainly I... not at confirmation camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was I was talking to one of my one of the techs in my office, um, and he was talking about apparently this year. So they are going to do the jamboree in person this year, and not have a virtual jamboree. Like they did last year because of COVID. That's the saddest sounding thing I've ever heard. A virtual jamboree. People fucking they were. Um, I guess the stip right now is for any like troop activities though. All the parents have you have to be there with your kid because of COVID vaccination. So they're doing (laughs) a um. Yeah, yeah so they're doing like let's a, get more people together. That sounds area. so ass backwards. It's like yeah. hey. he gave me the he gave me like the fucking look. He's like, yeah, we're going on a we're going on a fucking like five k bike ride this weekend, mm. or some shit like that. That's yeah, that's a short bike ride. Whatever okay. size bike ride, but they're doing like a big <laughs> bike trip or something. Five k's are normally walks or runs. <laughs> or runs, yeah. It's a five k marathon. 
That's just like going down to your local like gas station. Five K is like two Arizona miles. Yeah. <laughs> Ice tea yeah, is gonna like, be in the boys. The, the walking distance from Shenandoah Central School District to the Cumberland Farms on Route One Forty Six A in Clifton Park, New York, was about like two miles, and we all did that all the time to get our fucking icy for sixty nine cents. That's like if you were to say, "Hey, we're having a um a a fundraising uh a fifty meter sprint." It's not gonna be a long event. <laughs> Damn. The fun um, ma- the fundraiser twenty five free. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk it if you want. We don't know why. Well, I mean it's a, yeah, you can walk the swimming event. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll freeze a lane for you. <laughs> Damn, I see it's not in the Boy Scouts. This is anyway, confirmed. Number two movie in America, nobody. Um twenty five billion dollars. <laughs> or two point five million dollars. Um, and my dyslexia gave me a fucking holy shit movie moment because the uh, unholy is uh, 2.05 and like my brain flipped the zero and the five. I'm like, wait a minute, that's higher. <laughs> but it's uh, it's not. It's it's in third. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, hair under two million, good enough for fourth and it's seventh week. How much did that make? That has made $110 million worldwide. Get fucked. Disney, Ooh. you got you got like tripled up by Godzilla versus Kong. It's the real last dragon out here. Uh, Tom and Jerry, one point one two million, uh, good enough for five fifth place. Hundred one million. Ooh, Raya's barely beating out Tom and Jerry. Ooh. Well, I wonder. Uh, well, also got to take that on, L. Uh, it's on uh, Disney Plus, so I don't I don't know how they. Well, Tom and Jerry's in. on HBO Max, oh, so like. <laughs> So it's Godzilla versus Kong. Oh yeah, they're all cannibalizing people, their business. I remember how many people subscribed to HBO Max just for that Tom and Jerry movie. Thankfully, it wasn't. What did but, what did I end up subbing for so that we could watch? You, you did it for you wanted to personally watch Infinity Train and then just never canceled. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was an accidental. <laughs> it was how they how HBO Max gets most of their business accidental like memberships oh shit. and then we're oh, like oh there's enough good stuff on here and then they're like yeah. oh 2021 movies are coming out like, on hbo max and we're like well that seems like important for the work seems, we do seems convenient <laughs> uh and we're here now and jake has here watched season one and strangers he's enjoying it um six place is voyagers down from fifth seven hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars down 43% week on week, despite being in 24 more theaters. And just its second week, oof, oof, oof. Oof. Um, but we're going we're gonna to get to the bottom of, of this um, Voyager's incident. The Voyager incident was... The Voyager made it. Challenger was the one that blew up, right? Mm-hmm. Just um, like Challenger's of the Unknown. <laughs> it's in the name, Unknown. Um, and we're going to see what real people have to say about this because the fucking whatever it is on Rotten Tomatoes and the 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb and the, the 44 on Metacritic, you know, you, you just can't trust the media these days. The mainstream media. Can't Andrew be Garfield mainstream media. Andrew Garfield mainstream media cannot be trusted. Um, so we have to go talk to real people who really saw the movie and wrote real reviews because they are real reviewers. And uh, I'll begin here with a, a 10 out of 10 from 
Shin Emru Mukegabu, uh, which I I can't imagine is uh, Chin Meru Muke. Yeah, this is just fucking syllables thrown together. Um, yep. Voyagers, ten out of ten. What's with the hate? Uh, no, no apostrophe on what's, by the way. Uh, this movie is actually pretty good. Ten for directing, eight for story, ten for social commentary. All I gotta say is if you like real Sifi, you will like this. Uh, Sifi spelled S-I-F-I, which is... Siffy? Close. <laughs> You'll get no Siffy from me. <laughs> You'll get no Siffy from me. You just missed the letter there. And and a hyphen for it to be profitable. It's it's no worse than the Sci-Fi Channel. That's S Y F Y now. Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi, say Sci-Fi, say Sci-Fi. All right. Uh, so these are the middling, the medium, medium reviews at one out of ten. <laughs> these are uh, average reviews. People who we freak out every time, like Jake, that. because we, we we fully expect you to pull some shit like that one of these days, where you just go off the rails <laughs> and make up your own rules. Just straight up start reading like a ten out of ten. You're a loose nah. cannon, Jake. We can't trust you. Uh, that's a good beer from Baltimore. So um, one out of ten. Uh, the shit reviews. Uh, this is where we're gonna find the grifters, the people who really, really didn't like it, or uh, racists. So. You never know. You never know what you're gonna get. It's like a box. Of chocolate. Why are they? Why are they grifters if they didn't like the movie? I don't know. Who exactly are they grifting what, and how? They're just grifting themselves and grifting it's the outrage the markets. They're just trolling to be trolls. They actually didn't really. They didn't even see this fucking movie and they're being like, "Oh, one out of ten. Oh, bad." Who would acting. give a review of a movie that they've never seen? Fucking people. Just get out. Terrible. You're saying that people, people would do that. <laughs> Nobody would get out of here now. <laughs> One out of ten. This is a review by the Abcosta. Run for your lives. Uh, but I'm gonna read it like a telegram. Okay. Stay away. Stop. Please stop. Send help. Stop. Bad. Stop. Just very boring. Stop. No plot. Stop. Bad acting. Stop. Go watch Frozen or something. Stop. 26 out of 49 found that helpful. <laughs> Go watch Frozen or something. Or something. Something okay. along the lines of Frozen. Get it from <laughs> Disney Plus. Frozen 2. Perhaps. I don't know. Frozen? Frozen has been... <laughs> Frozen is literally like an 8 or 9 year old movie. The fuck? Okay. Go watch Frozen or something. Uh, kids who, who... There are kids who watch Frozen who have kids of their own now. They're probably not doing so hot, but I'm sure they have them. Yeah, they exist. Um, there are 16-year-old moms out there. Quick shout-out before I read the middling one. Shout-out to RJ4USA.net for his 6 out of 10. Uh, Lord of Flies in a Spaceship. Well-made but predictable. I had hoped for better. <laughs> I just saw the review immediately before this one. Enough said. With no indication of, of what review he was referring to. <laughs> And yet 13 people were like, yes. Yep. Uh, no, but we got uh, we got Ed 503465183. You really should have gone with Ed 209 there. You really missed an opportunity. I think he was one of the later models. Uh, with his 4 out of 10, uh, it, 
it just didn't deliver on a great premise. Hard science fiction fans definitely won't like it. While this film wasn't a dystopian young adult film, it had elements of that genre. If you like that kind of movie, maybe, big maybe, this is for you. But it really doesn't even deliver that well. There are much better films that play with these names than Vo these themes than Voyager. Frankly, it was pretty light on everything, beyond the initial premise of what might happen on a long-term colonization space flight to an exoplanet. This film really didn't offer much. It wasn't particularly thought-provoking, fun, action-packed, suspenseful, dramatic, nor did it play with any new ideas. It was completely formulaic and predictable. While not hard science fiction, the movie Passengers was a more entertaining and better-looking interstellar trip than Voyager's. Both films have similar kind of endings as well. This one had me bored by the beginning of the second act, and the I'm third sorry, act... did was... he compare Interstellar to Voyager's? <laughs> uh, no. Did I hear that right? Yeah, it, it is. It was a more entertaining and better looking interstellar trip than Voyager's. Okay. He okay. compared it to the movie Passengers. The, ah, right. The, yes. the one that would never happen. No, that's Stowaway. God damn it. Why are there so many movies in the same space. genre? Too many space. Too many space. We have to stop big space. This, Passengers Too was the Chris space. Pratt and uh, J-Law thing where she wakes up from her space pod and they're like in the middle of their... 90 year voyage. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like he woke her right. up. And said, oh, spoiler alert. He woke yeah, her up. That was scurry. That was um, a long time ago. Yeah. This one had me bored by the beginning of the second act, and the third act was just mad. I'm glad the runtime was only one hour and 30 minutes. Six out of 18. That's a short For a movie. second there, I was only half paying attention, and I was like, did he just like say. This movie was like not as good as Interstellar. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> it's close. It tried to be a thought-provoking mindfuck of a movie, but it missed. The uh, dear, I feel like they wanted to call Interstellar Gravity, but they had already had a movie called Gravity come mm -hmm. out a little bit before that, because that makes more sense as a title given how the movie ends. Um, Mark Ander underscore. Mark Ender what? Uh, nothing. Um, literally nothing. It's just Mark Ander underscore. <laughs> I guess Mark Ander was already taken. Uh, Voyagers, 10 out of 10. Go see! Exclamation mark. Don't listen to all the negative press, hyphen. Oh, yeah. This is the only decent movie to come out post-COVID. It's not the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> But it's unique, sincere, entertaining, and not a hollow cash grab like most things being made. If you and your family slash friends are choosing between this and Godzilla, it's no comparison! Exclamation mark. Nineteen out of fifty-six. This man really said, "Hey, fuck Godzilla and a big monkey." Go watch this instead. All right, do whatever. None of these people have anything on. Marine Princess. Okay. Ask Marine Princess. Marine Princess says soulless actors. Hmm. Tell me more. Warning. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I don't. I, didn't, I don't remember seeing any redheads in the trailer. What's she talking about? <laughs> Self burn. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get Come him out. in first. These actors are so... I can make those jokes. <laughs> you can, but we can. Sorry. I'll dye my hair next week and be like, hey, fuck ginger. Can't buy this right? color, baby. 
Let's get a wig. I'll shave my hair and tape a wig on. Anyway, but these actors are so poor, it's impossible to watch. Colin was the only actor I would consider professional here. It was like they're they casting. Uh, it's awfully written. It was like it was like they casting good looks and threw in Depp's daughter for no reason at all. She's a terrible actress and doesn't do daddy justice at all. Daddy Depp, don't do daddy Depp justice. This was a you bad mean, attempt. <laughs> you this mean is, to tell me a teen movie cast people based on how they look? What? And not yeah. for their acting ability? What? What the fuck? <laughs> no way. Never been done before. This was a bad attempt at Lord of the Flies in space. space. Skip it if you have any personal value. Okay. Side note. 16 that, out of 35 found out. Yeah. Side note, that criticism made up about half of the reviews. We saw, I was like, oh, it's yes. Lord of the Flies in space. Yeah. Lord of the Flies in space. And people either liked that it was Lord of the Flies in space or did not like that it was Lord of the Flies in space. Yeah. Um, there was something else about that review that I was going to make fun of, but I forgot when he went off on his tirade about how they cast them for good looks and not their acting ability. <laughs> oh, oh, that they were poor actors. Like, how do you know how much money they have? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have their 401k? Come on, get out of here. What you talking you about? You got the W-2, huh? Who are yeah, you, the fucking accountant? Uh, finally we've got a 7 out of 10 from RJ Brez um, this is a little outside my zone outside my field of play but this person makes a point that I need to need to refute uh, on my own terms here uh, so 7 out of 10 solid entertaining truthful I enjoyed Voyagers for several reasons and bullet points we got bullet points here Colin Farrell is awesome Shoot. in everything he does he owns the screen, and I'll watch any project he does. Bullet 2. Space exploration is always an enjoyable story, because you can do any kind of film with it. Bullet 3. Excellent leads and supporting cast, no punctuation. Bullet point 4. Last but not least, most human beings are, or would be, terrible without rules or control. Look at our society today. Fat, lazy, entitled, etc. I'm embarrassed to be human some days. I enjoy movies that explore what we turn into when elements of control are stripped away. Voyagers has its weak points, but overall is worth a few hours of your time. 15 out of 30, 38. And I hate this fucking argument. You see, take away the rules, everyone turns into fucking barbarians. Because you know how any fucking society starts? With a bunch of people with no rules. And inevitably, someone makes rules. Well, before they make the rules, they are kind of lawless barbarians. I think even with rules, we're still lawless by barbarians. The only issue I have with their argument is the turn phraseology. We don't need to turn into barbarians. We already are. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's the fucking classic, uh, what is it? The Locke and the, the whoever else was like, does civilization yeah, yeah. make us? Locke and Hobbes. Yeah. Locke and Hobbes, yeah. And I'm fully on like that. Oh God! Why the fuck would you say lock and hops? I, like that was in a, the deepest corner of my memory that I locked away. Did you Hobbs oh. it away though? Hobbs and, Hobbs, Shaw. Um, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, the Hobbs and Shaw. Lock and debate. Hobbs and Shaw. Is it better to be first society to be muscled or or well trained, <laughs> yeah. sleek? 
Um, they said they'd watch any Colin Farrell project. Uh, can you look at their review history and see if they watched Artemis Fowl? Uh, what they had to say got. about it. <laughs> um, wait. Oh, no. They reviewed Thunder Force. I don't... Um, no. All right. Last Cruise, Operation... City of Lies, Bodyguard, Cherry, The Mauritanian, Ah, Avengers Infinity War, best movie of the MCU, incredible from start to finish. Um, I would agree with that. They clearly haven't seen Thor 2. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Dawn of the Dead, underappreciated like most of Snyder's work. True. Friends, Ooh, best TV um, comedy ever. Ooh, okay. I see their taste. I've Justice League, my taste. Justice League 2017. The fans spoke up, and hopefully this wrong could be made right. Oh, wow. Interesting. They the are, Shield uh, postpartum. <laughs> An episode of The Shield. Some of the best acting you'll ever witness. What the shit? Just one episode of The Shield? Oh, I, it was, it was on more. their in-flight entertainment. <laughs> I don't know. What do you give? Like, you... I like this movie. Oh, wait, it's a show? Oh. Mm, he gave Thunder Force movie. a 6 out of 10. Dude, Thunder Force? I keep on seeing clips of, like, Thunder Force and, like, Melissa McCarthy buttering up Matthew Bateman's uh, claw. Who's Matthew Bateman? Or Jason Bateman, my bad. There, Why did I say Matthew? I he looks no like idea. a Matthew. I think I should change his name to Matthew. Yeah, yes. get in touch with his publicist. I'm sure we'll get right yeah. on that. Um, so that's Voyagers. In seventh, The Girl Who Believes in Miracles, $556,000. Uh, in the Earth, 505K. That's a neon movie. Um, limited release, though, 547 theaters. So pretty impressive for that total. Uh, the Courier. $440,000, good enough for ninth. And rounding out the top 10, 21 weeks in the top 10. Can it hold on? Pretty good. The Crudes, A New Age, $304,000. I mean, it's, it's got like about a 100K cushion from Chaos Walking. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I, think the, I think the Mortal Kombat release is probably going to push it down. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I really think there are a lot of potential crudes or, or potential Mortal Kombat viewers that are really on the crudes game. Uh, I don't know, but the courier is going down. It's getting pushed down. Where is the War of Grant? There it is, number 24. 28 weeks strong, $27,000 this week. 215 theaters. It lost 40. It lost 40 theaters, but still went up 7.8%. That fucking. Is Bam Margera just like buying up all the seats? It it lost almost a fifth of its theaters and still made more money week over week. That's crazy. All righty. Gaming news. We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, first, let's talk about how Sony is reversing course due to fan outcry slash everyone panic buying PS3 and PS Vita games, making them realize there's still money to be made here. They're reversing course and saying they will keep the PS3 and Vita stores open 
Uh, but they are remaining committed to shutting down the PSP store July 2nd. That's fine. You can play PSP games on the PS3 from their store. Who and... still has a PSP? <laughs> Good system that couldn't crack through Nintendo's stranglehold on the yeah, handheld seriously. market. I don't. I don't really know anybody who really had one. Mike, I think my cousin had one. My sister I had a PSP. Playing that much. I knew the I... UMD format was stupid, and mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of games. I mean, that was the biggest thing is like they couldn't wrangle in a lot of support because the install base was too small. That's what happens a lot with these consoles. Mm-hmm. They don't sell well, and then they can't get. They don't get sell games. well because they don't have games, and they can't get games because they didn't sell well. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> uh, Microsoft's xCloud is launching on iPhone and PC this week that is their cloud gaming component of Game Pass um, it's been available on Android for a while I have never used it because I don't really particularly care for cloud gaming um, but if you are someone who has Game Pass and an iPhone this might excite you that's all yep. I have to say about that Um, Sure. Speaking of Game Pass, Sony looks set to announce the PlayStation Plus Video Pass, which is reportedly their answer to Game Pass. Um, They have not really provided a whole lot of details on what it is, but they have launched it as a test service in Poland, of all places. Um, It seems to allow for uh, videos and or like movies and shit and some video games to be played for a subscription fee. Um, unless Sony plans to bring it to PC, I don't think it's going to have the same impact that game pass had because that is a big reason why I have game pass is the fact that it allowed me to play uh, certain PC games and, uh, has day one releases on PC for games that are on PC. It, uh, Double the install base, you know? We were just talking about how that's important. Um, And KOTOR is uh, apparently getting a remake. All right. So they're saying welcome back, KOTOR. There's no reputable news outlet that has provided any concrete existence of this. And I've been down this road before. More than once. So I will believe a Kodor remake when it is announced, when there's a trailer, and when it is in my download queue on Steam. Until then, it's just rumors. All right. Well, a remaster of the venerable Star Wars RPG, Knights of the Old Republic, is in the works. Bloomberg's Jason Schreider disclosed earlier this week. Schreider broke the news. Or Schreer? Schreer? I don't fucking know. Sure. Just like how in 2017, Bioware Austin was developing a Coder remaster that never came out. I'll believe it when I see it. This but is this, all uh, getting kicked up because James I, Gunn tweeted about Coder, and he tweeted about Coder because I started writing a script for a video on Coder, and it's all just looping back around. <laughs> but he confirmed that Asper is developing the Coder remake. The studio had previously ported Kodor to iOS and recently brought older Star Wars games like Republic Commando, Episode 1 Racer, and Jedi Knight series to Switch. 
Uh, confirmed. I, I appreciate your tenacity, Jake. Just cut through a piece of my soul. I was just like, he's so unflappable. This man has no flaps. This man, I can't be flapped. That's a fact. Flat fact. I went to the doctor the other day. He said, Jake, you can't be flapped. I want to do a study on you. No one wants Knights of the Old Republic remaster more than this guy. But I've been burned too many times. First, it was going to happen in 2011. And we were going to get Knights of the Old Republic 3. Swerve, it's a fucking MMO. That it was going to happen in 2015. Nope, sorry. It's just a fucking update to Knights of the Old Republic 2 out of nowhere, um, which was nice. I would have liked them to also update the first Knights of the Old Republic for widescreen support and controller support on PC, but that never happened. And then it was going to happen in 2017. Bioware Austin was supposedly developing it. That never came out. And now now rumors are floating again. Yeah, but now it's Asper. And Jason Schreer... Confirmed it from, from Bloomberg. Bloomberg is an outlet that is reputable, outlet. but they have never broken, to my knowledge, a in-development release before. Well, uh, apparently uh, three days ago, so April 21st, it was. They did. They finally did. They broke it. They broke it like uh, I like just want your page thing. to refresh automatically and then like an update <laughs> retraction come on retraction. the top. <laughs> Well, you know what won't be retracted is uh, Papa Jeff Kaplan leaving uh, Overwatch. Apparently I would argue is... that that is a retraction. He's retracting himself from the yes. company. He was, He's he is, pulling he out. out. Yeah, that's not good news if you're working forward to Overwatch 2. <laughs> no, however, the replacement seems like an okay guy. Uh, he's been with like Blizzard for a long, long time. Uh, and it worked on a lot of like old War, uh, World of Warcraft stuff. But I'm sure they wouldn't make that decision without I, having someone who's at least uh, superficially like, yeah, no, this well, is going to be I, a like, safe I'm not pick. saying they're not like qualified to be a director of a game or anything. I'm just saying when the director of a game leaves midway through development, it's usually a sign that development isn't going particularly well. And yeah. while they might not give up and cancel an Overwatch 2 yet, I don't think they're gonna hit their target release date. Well, I'm also and, concerned for their uh, their marketing. I mean, they're I mean, Jeff, uh, Jeff Kaplan was like, a, I don't know how many games it is like this for it, but like, he was surprisingly like a very popular figure. Uh, oh, the fans. community manager type, yeah, that like that's he, present. He was really, really um, in there, and I think he would would respond really well to. Uh, fan feedback and then try to actually make that a part of the game and he handled it really well so he made a lot of positive decisions for the game um, and replacing him with somebody else who may not have that type of relationship with the fans uh, might be might take some time to get that back yeah, yeah we'll so see what happens out. with that but that's usually a sign of trouble um, and speaking of game directors, Amos Hodge, who is the director of Call of Duty Warzone, uh, came out with like one of the bigger condemnations from a person on the development side of cheating that I've ever read, uh, going as far as to say that cheaters are ruining some of the best work I've done in my life with Warzone. And he and the development team are trying very hard to, 
get rid of cheaters and make it more difficult to cheat, but it sounds like they're kind of reaching their end of the rope there. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really frustrated by that. That's cool to see someone on the development side come out and be like, yeah, this it fucking sucks, and I hate it as much as, if not more, than all you people playing, because I worked hard on this shit. <laughs> They're cheating, my baby. I crunched for hours and hours and hours and hours. Crunched like bones crunched in the mor- movie Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat. It is both a remake and the a continuation remake. of a three-movie deal signed way back in 1997. Um, yep. So a little bit of background on this. Um, way back in 2010... I don't know how many people will remember this, but way back in 2010, uh, a little video called Mortal Kombat Rebirth low-key broke a certain segment of the internet. It was this eight-minute, like, Mortal Kombat in the style of, like, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy where it's more, like, grounded in reality and gritty and sort of things. Like, Jax was a, a police officer interviewing this guy who supposedly knew about like the Luke Lin Kuei assassins mm-hmm. and all that. And there's a, a fight scene with Johnny Cage who, who uh, I think dies in that fight scene, but it's, it's cool. It's in his apartment. He goes through a glass table, very well made short film, but no one knew if this was a fucking trailer or if this was meant that like a new movie was coming out. And um, they did announce a year later due to the positive reception of the the short film that they would be working on a movie. Uh, and here we are a decade mm-hmm. later. And uh, this is what came out of that. Uh, it carries forward none of the sort of story elements that were around in Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Um, it more closely follows uh, Mortal Kombat's story, at least... In terms of like character relationships and all that, and uh, it's I think it would have done better to limit the scope a little bit. I think they tried to to cram a little too much in there. I uh, I think that I was only disappointed by the fact that there was no tournament in this. Uh, Mortal yeah, Kombat they didn't tournament. put the Mortal Kombat in. Uh, they uh, they just put the combat. They just didn't do a tournament style. Uh, even though they really tried to say, hey, they want a tournament. Let's give it to them. Sir, that's not... Just going and fighting people is not a tournament. Mm. Uh, there was some goofy shit. Uh, oh, like dude, Raiden. I forgot Cliff's Lambert was Raiden in the 1995 yeah. World Combat movie. And there was some weird shit with like the fact that Raiden could just like pick people up and put them wherever he felt like it. That's kind of in the uh, established canon. I mean, I, there I is a one scene... In the game, it's just like, well, why not, if you want them dead, why don't you just drop them off a cliff? But uh, I had, gods can't get involved, I get it. I, I had know. more issues with the fact that Shang Tsung could also teleport people freely, yet he never attempted to disrupt their plan at all. Yeah, he just kind of like <laughs> let it go. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, this this but, movie was not particularly well written. Sonya um, Blade got her powers super fast when she killed I, after she killed Kano. 
I, like, I, I kind of um, disagree. I it was think immediate though. Yeah. Um, I think this movie did reasonably well with the, with what it had to work with. Um, I don't I think that the 1995 movie did it better. Like this looked nicer and it was, it took itself a little more seriously for better or worse. Um, and it had more like callbacks to the video game, but overall it, it was very uneven. They, they invented characters that didn't really I need to be there. Cole was the only one that I'd Reiko, I don't, so let me... so is Cole Young a character? I no, I don't no, think so. he's okay. not. He's he's Scorpion's made. He's son. going to be a character in MK12. He's invented I'm in this movie. Maybe I don't know. It depends. Depends on how make... well this, how much money this movie makes. I think it's yeah. going to do really well. It's gotten. I feel like it's gotten a lot of positive feedback. It's um, got. It's actually reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes at least about the same as the original movie. I think it's at forty six percent, and the original movie's at forty three percent. I maintain that Mortal Kombat from 1995 is actually a pretty good movie. Peter, I know you've seen it with me, um, but that doesn't necessarily that doesn't mean anything. Um, I've never but, seen it. I just I know I know a lot of people did not like the first Mortal Kombat. Movies, people didn't like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which was the sequel to oh. Mortal Kombat. People generally are favorable okay. towards the Mortal Kombat movie from '95. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that did a better job of of following the story of the games, and they actually had a tournament, and Yagora was kind of, like, rough to look at, but it wasn't like the CG for him in this movie was particularly fantastic either. No, I will say, I do want to say, my big positives on this was the set design and, like, the, the practical effects design, not the, the CGI but the fucking yeah, the set design and the the character design even a little bit were good uh there were part like i really i was rooting for this movie i wanted to like it i wanted to like come on here and say we're in the golden age of video game movies because sonic the hedgehog was good and this new mortal Kombat was good and there were parts of the movie that i liked uh there were actually even long stretches of the movie that i liked they just went a little too far and got a little too cheeky with some of their video game callbacks, and I just did not care about Cole. There was really no reason to have him as the protagonist over Johnny Cage. I um, really thought Cole was going to be like Scorpion. Like, I figured he was like a direct descendant, so like maybe he could get like his powers that way or something, or he was the mm-hmm. reincarnation of Scorpion. Um, and then they kind of just shoehorned Scorpion out of nowhere. It is funny how they made him, like, the Scorpion side of that feud, the protagonist side, like, the, the side you want to root for, when, like, in, I feel like all the other, at least a lot of the other MK, like, media, he Sub-Zero was always, like, the hero. He was always, like, on the good guy side. I think they were both bad. Uh, I thought they so were both bad. They're not know. necessarily good or bad bad they just have their own allegiances like they don't give a shit about outworld or earth realm or any of that stuff like sub-zero is from the lin kuei group of assassins um and scorpion he did kill scorpion's family and murder that village that's canon to uh mortal Kombat, and he killed scorpion came back demon from hell um 
So they hate each other. They're mm. not necessarily like good or evil. They're just like Sub Zero's loyal to his next paycheck and the Lin Kuei, and that's about as far as that extends. And Scorpion hates Sub Zero, and that's pretty much the only thing that drives him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I think, game. most of my memories of uh, MK Lore from the fucking Fox cartoon. Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm from 96. Not, I'm actually not familiar with that one. Um, and they definitely was like, Scorpion is like an evil demon guy. And he's he's just straight going to kill you. And he's evil. And they played their only soundtrack was just the Mortal Kombat theme, but like kind of remixed like five different times. <laughs> Um, um, I, so w- I could have through, gone for a little bit more of that. I was gonna say, let's go through like kind of like we kind of said what we what we what we like, what we don't like. I mean, um, I could good. forgive. Yeah, like some of the setup was good. The dialogue was a little exposition heavy in spots, but they tried to establish a lot of things. I think they would have done better if they had narrowed the scope a little bit and only brought in. A handful of characters, like when you're and like more recognizable characters. Like I know who Cabal is. Most people don't know who Cabal is. I don't know. But why they gave you... him a funny voice, and I appreciate that. They gave him a funny like, yeah, I got And he my, just like jokes. shows up. They basically just show up, say their name, and if you know them from the video game, you're like, Oh yeah, I know who that is. There's a lot of that, which I didn't particularly like like some of the things like incorporating the fatalities into the move sets i i like that a lot actually i think that's that's good having them say fatality and flawless (laughs) victory less good (laughs) i don't know i I there's a part of me that's like when you have a mortal Kombat movie you're gonna have to do that at some point i would be disappointed if they didn't do that the audience knows when to say that I don't think you need to have the actor say it. I don't know. I Because then again, it wasn't because in the games, it wasn't the actual person saying it, right? No, it it's the, the it's the announcer. Announcer, yeah. So you, the 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 I viewer, have the, take on the role of the announcer. And like when they do something that's obviously a fatality, you can be like, fatality. And I'm sure in the theater hundreds of people do that and then they have the characters say it and you're like oh, oh you're stealing my fucking thunder dude why yeah right and you're stealing my thunder um, um I, I like kano Kano's they, great. Uh, kano was good i liked kano. kano was fantastic i laughed more in this movie than i did in, in like the fucking coming to america because i like like they had good writing they mm-hmm. they the people who do the jokes make good the, jokes the dialogue was like the inter-character dialogue for the most part was pretty good um I the fight liked... scenes at times were good at I other times were great bad or less good at least i like the joke where they were talking about like um Liu kang just spamming low kick yeah, yeah. And oh, was like, is that the only move ass off on that one that was great it was a little see it even has like it even has like things like that where like the 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 when the Mortal Kombat like uh, uh, things you can take advantage of, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that's a, a meme from a lot of different things. And Although they, I they do, um, I like kind of the way they did the fight scenes in that um, I feel like they had an understanding that the people that they cast would not be super great at doing fight scenes. And you're like, okay, we have our fighting game, but our cast can like kind of do fight choreography. How to do this? So I think they just came up with the idea. All right, lean into their special moves. Lean into like the the off the wall stuff, and we'll do kind of a superhero thing. Um, and they just get their powers, and you're like, oh, cool. And that's how you do the the fight scene. So there's a little hand to hand, but then you get to see the cool fatalities, which is like what people went to play the game for in the first place. Not necessarily the in depth sure. fighting. Um, they're like, I want to, I want to see Jack slap a dude's head off. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's why in the that's why on YouTube there's tons of compilations of just Mortal Kombat fatalities. Right. Is because that is such an essential part of the games and what you remember a lot of. And yeah, of and I think that's that's a stronger point of the movie. Um, but I don't think the fight scenes are good enough to make up for some of the other deficiencies. In the movie, and there are a couple that are just bad, like Melina and Sonya fighting. So it's like they were underwater. Like you couldn't have made an effort to edit that in a different way. Oh, and also when they fucking I don't remember what exactly the specific attack was, but they made this awful cut in the middle of a of fight. There were some bad cuts in this, just to, in general. To just just to the aftermath. And it was it was very jarring. There was um, a yeah, few the that... editing wasn't great. Uh, the yeah. story pacing wasn't great. Do you remember that first scene? It was um, Hanzo versus um, I guess whatever Sub Zero's name was before they you know in the pre- in the preamble sort of part where they're fighting and just like cuts from them and just totally just breaks the one eighty rule over its knee and just cuts to <laughs> a random other shot from the other side of the fucking forest. And I was like, oh, ugh. Oh yeah. no! And really, remember? Oh, remember when he's like they're introducing Cole Young, and then they cut in the middle of his intro. They just cut to Outworld for like a minute to introduce yeah. the baggers, and they cut right back. I'm like, okay, because I think even a mention of Shao Kahn also in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of weird. Like they clearly think that this is gonna get a sequel. Oh, without um, a doubt. I'm not so sure of that i think it will uh they they believe in their heart of hearts i think i think a lot of people see because the weird thing is now this i think this released in theaters but i think a lot of their stuff is is coming from like hbo max and i think they're going to probably see there's a ton of people who like probably subscribed or maybe got like a one month trial or something one of my co-workers literally signed up to watch this movie yeah so i think they're going to get a lot of people who are like big mortal kombat fans and they're going to just see. I mean, they, they flooded this thing with characters. So, we'll so people see. are going to be like, I know him. I know him. I know yeah. him. And they're going to get excited for a second movie. There are Mortal Kombat fans that will are excited to watch this movie. I was one of them. Like, I can speak from experience here. I am a Mortal Kombat fan. I am a fan of the war. I'm a fan of the story. Uh, I've played every game except MK11 because I just never really... At that point, I don't care as much about the story. I'm I want to play a good fighting game, and NetherRealm fighting games are kind of they they adjust the balance too much and too drastically for me mm-hmm. to ever really get invested in one. Um, but I watched this movie, and I'm not like blown away by it. And you might have a lot of people 
going to see this movie, either in theaters or signing up for HBO Max to see it, and they'll see it, but they might not necessarily like it or want a sequel. So we'll have to see what the reception is. If it's mostly positive from fans, then there's a good chance there's going to be a sequel. But if a lot of people are kind of lukewarm on it, like I don't know that I if, – if it weren't for the show – I don't know that I'd really watch a sequel to this movie, to be perfectly honest with you, because it really didn't do a ton for me. Like, it was fine to watch and, you know, eat some popcorn watching, but I don't know that I I really need or want to see more of this version of the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah, I think, I I will, think the thing that con- I'll think come at this from a different me- angle. Oh, okay. Um, so when we talk about video games, I know that we have mentioned this a few times that there is a dearth of, um, there are too many AAA games. There aren't enough good mid tier games. You need more of that. I think this was a great example of a mid tier movie. It didn't aim for the top, but it got a lot of the fundamentals right, except for the editing. And maybe some of the writing. But yeah. I feel like it had a good base and it wasn't trying to be something. It, it wasn't like fucking Assassin's Creed where they're like, we're going to make a big fucking fuck off uh, video game movie. We're going to get what's his name? Uh, Magneto Wolverine. <laughs> his I, what the fuck is this dude name? The, the, the dude from the snowman. What? Harry Hole. Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. No. Who was it? I, I don't I don't remember anything X-Men. about the Assassin's Creed movie. Uh, oh, oh. Michael Fassbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't remember because they were it, it was just they were going too high with it. They were like, we gotta fucking really bling out this movie or whatever. The only and, thing I remember about it is us and everyone else making the joke about, oh, is it gonna be like unfinished CGI? Lol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I passed right over it, but um, yeah, I feel like Mortal Kombat. It just they worked on a base, and this was. Um, I looked at the credits because I was really interested, and it did not. Yeah, I looked at when I looked at the credits, it wasn't like the fucking you know the Disney War Memorials that go <laughs> up and down the screen during the credits. Like it had a bunch of really small um, teams, and it was all like it all felt like it was a uh, in one. Uh, state because this was an Australian production. Adelaide, 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 and um, it all seemed like the stuff that the whole effort was kind of taken from from that area, and they recruited like local studios, and they had to get the some of the actors. You know, they went abroad for that, but most of the other work was like kind of a smaller affair. So I feel like they they set up a, a base, and they didn't they didn't like shoot for the stars here. Uh, which, as we get into the story, which we'll talk about the story, um, I think that they kind of did a nifty thing with the characters where they, maybe not nifty, I don't know, maybe it's just hack writing, but I feel like they gave all the protagonists just the same kind of backstory where, oh, I suck at fighting, uh, we're going to die in this tournament, but I have people that I care about or I care about myself and I want to get stronger because I'm a loser. And that's that's the entire I think that's like all of their fucking character arc is I'm a loser or I'm I've been disabled. Uh I need to get strong again. 
And that way, when you have when you have eight to ten characters that you are now putting in your movie, we talked about this in Infinity War, you don't have enough time <laughs> to tell every character's story. And I think that's what you were pointing to, Kurt, where you're like, you yeah. can't. You can't write it uh, a story this dense with this many yeah, characters. Like, so it was like Suicide Squad, where they uh, yeah they have where, to give like the fucking flashbacks. And sometimes it's even worse than Suicide Squad. Like Melina's backstory is just her name is Melina, and she has and a she mouth. has teeth. Yeah, which well, w- it would have been more impactful in that scene if they had given her the mouth cover that she's supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't understand how you That's have true. Melina in the movie but not Baraka. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah, they're saving those for the sequel. Well, um, that's the thing. Is like I, I don't know. Like, how do you pick? I, I don't think. See, this is what I, I have a problem with. Like critiquing who uh, was in it, like what characters were in it. You had the the big hitter Sub Zero and Scorpion, obviously. But it's like, okay, well, you could have this one, but you could also have this one. I mean, you could argue Johnny Cage wasn't in it until the 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 he wasn't in it. Thing the he end. wasn't. He was teased. He was just teased for the next one. So it's like. I have a problem with just like critiquing that because there's so many characters from Mortal Kombat that, and people have their favorites. So, and people have the ones that stand out more to them. So there could be like, oh, why would you have uh, Kung Lao or whatever, the, the hat guy? I thought the hat guy wasn't really that important in the games, but apparently he was pretty important in this movie. Yeah, he's pretty important. But like the thing about Kung Lao is that he's a character from MK1. Like, some of these characters don't show up until Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which is, like, three and a half games into the series. So they're just not as recognizable. I brought up Cabal. Like, if you go up onto the street and say, like, obviously, you go Mm -hmm. and you talk, you go up to random people in the street and you ask them, like, name five Mortal Kombat characters... 100% 100% of them are going to have Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. And then you go down into the next tier of recognizability where you have your Liu Kangs, your Kung Laos, your Johnny Cages, Goro, Sony Blades, Shiva. Goro, J- Jax, um, that kind of thing. And then you can go down a little tier lower and you'll probably get your Reptile and your... Uh, noob, Cybot. Striker, Noob, Cybot, Smoke, sort of characters your melinas your jades that sort of thing and then you know you have the tier lower than that with like some of the newer characters that aren't really well established and more obscure characters like striker and i think you shouldn't have gone to those lower tiers so quickly and the just the the showing them up basically and saying this is your name uh to where, like, yes, if you know Mortal Kombat characters, you'll recognize them visually first without them having to establish their name. Um, but also, if you don't know who these are, just saying their name doesn't particularly help them, help the viewer who doesn't know who these characters are, and they don't really do anything to give them character other than this is goon number four for Outworld. Literally, like... I, I think it's a it's a moot point to like really sit here and critique the character decisions because also you have to think like if I they don't are think so. About, uh, if you're thinking about if if you th- assume that they have the idea that they're going to bring in a second movie, 
why blow their load on the first movie and then have the second movie be so all you make the, enough the money to get a second movie like I'm not I'm I saying where you're coming from, go, go well, for and, and also also they they set it up to where these characters can also be reused as well so I mean, they also could reuse a lot of these for the next movie. Yeah, I didn't he say, like, oh, death is just a fucking portal or whatever. I'm going to bring yeah, these yeah, guys back, he, but stronger. He took them all out, so maybe they'll come back or whatever. Um, but no like, one's ever really gone. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm, I'm looking at this. I just Googled real quick, the Mortal Kombat character list. And there are so many, like, obscure Mortal Kombat characters that they could have picked from. And I will tell you, 90% of the characters that came from this... I knew, I like I knew the guy that shoots fire. I knew the guy with the spinning hat. I have I've I literally have never played Mortal Kombat. I think I maybe played it once at like a friend's house. But that's what I'm but, saying is those are the recognizable characters you should put in the first movie, not guys like Cabal or Hammer Dude, who I have no idea if he's even a fucking character in the game. <laughs> uh, so Raiko is a character in the game, but it I don't know if a hammer is like his thing. I think he what? had like a spinning axe thing. Raiko, how, how, how do you spell it? R e i k o. R e. I will so I say. Up Raiko Mortal Kombat. Um, it does appear that he's in there. I, okay. Oh, okay. So he's from Mortal Kombat Four, which <laughs> makes sense because that was the the game where everyone had a weapon. Um. Mm. Mm. Okay, but like, there's just I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff that like they could have done. But that's and the only game he was a character in. That I'll you could also play. say, um, if they're going to be this disposable, which they were extremely disposable in this movie, better to just waste that on uh, low characters. And I, I think I see where Jake was coming from in that, like, I kind of I'm reminded of Star Trek, the Star Trek, the 2009, where they're like, what's they kind of did some of the Star Trek stuff that people remember, but they saved Khan for the second movie, um, even though that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> And like Johnny Cage, they're gonna bring. They're gonna if they do make a second one. Assuming they have a second one, Johnny, Johnny Cage, Cage will return be in Mortal Kombat Two. I don't, but like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why Earth you one. had when you had why they felt the need to have Cole in the movie at all. Like he was basically I, Johnny Cole, Cage. I'll <laughs> Cole, I'll give you that. Cole, I think, is a weird thing where it's like it's not it's scorpion but it's not scorpion and they just had scorpions show up randomly and what even is uh, his fucking power and like what i don't even remember what they called the powers the arcana like, that's the that's not a yeah. thing <laughs> i well I, it, to me it looked like he was like absorbing hits or whatever yeah but he's, he, he's got the fucking it somehow like doesn't Panther work suit. when he's fighting against sub-zero I, I don't know. Even well, when yeah, he's not, it, well, even when he's not being iced, his thing didn't like glow up, and he never used his fucking ability at all in that it fight. It wasn't like hit. Uh, well, I don't know if the glow, like the glow, wasn't like the black. Panther well, that's supposed to be it absorbing the energy, isn't it? I felt that's what I like. My fucking mouse brain was like, oh, it's glowing when he gets hit. He must be able to like shoot a blast back like that maybe that's his ability and he like channeled it all into the uppercut and then the blades just came out of nowhere yeah like, blades were like maybe i don't know maybe he can fucking and this the design weapons. of the suit um was not particularly inspiring i i i'll give you that i think the weakest point of the story which i mean arguably is a pretty important thing is the main character <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I i'll give you that i mean he was very generic his motivations 
like we're, we're super basic. He never really develops as a character. Like his development, his character arc is he gets a power. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I think they wanted to make Sonya Blade the main character. I think there was she would have worked there. better as the main character. I would have liked that because then you can, because you, to me you're like, okay, well she's not going to get a power because she doesn't have the tat, she doesn't have the birthmark or whatever. And then her big thing is fighting Kano, and if they had lingered on that fight a little bit more, they tease it in the beginning where she kind of beat him the first time, and then he is a little bit stronger with the fucking laser eye. I know they have a history. I don't remember if Kano kills her or she kills Kano in the pre-MK9 story, because they kind of like reset everything when they did MK9. Um, but yeah, they had a they had a history together, and you kind of like if you knew Mortal Kombat, you'd be like, okay, I see where they're going with this. She's gonna get the mark, and they they even like spelled it out for you when the desert fight scene where he's like, yeah. all you gotta do is kill me, and like every even if you didn't know that like canalically, um, yeah. Sonya kills Kano. You would you would know after that that that's where they're going with it because like this. This was a very paint-by-number story, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I don't think you need to get too fancy with the story of Mortal Kombat. Just follow the established lore. Well, it's like Godzilla vs. Kong. It's like we're showing up to see Godzilla fight Kong. Yes. And, and I think when I see a Mortal Kombat movie, I show up to see the, the I fights. show up to see the fights, which were very short and sporadic. And then there's the middle movie the middle 45 minutes of the movie where there's hardly any fights yeah and i feel like that's kind of a mistake and i think if you had gone with the tournament structure you would have been able to have maybe like the same amount of fight time but have it like spread out better in the movie so it didn't feel like there were as many lulls in the action as it did in this movie to me, another another thing that I didn't I didn't particularly like, or I would have made a different decision, and maybe this would have been like where you would replace it with a tournament arc or something like that. And that was just at the end when they like said, "Okay, we can split them up," and Raiden started popping them out. And then I'm like, "Okay, I'm literally just watching the video game at this point," because there's no like, there's no gotta get to this person to fight them. It's just Raiden is saying, "Okay, this is what we're doing." And it was very, like, kind of just altered, like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to watch some people fight now. Yeah, and, and the biggest gripe I had, I guess, was just how they use Scorpion in the movie, where he just, they, they kind of established he might be alive in the beginning when Shang Tsung and Sub-Zero are talking to each other. He's like, Hans is a ghost. I guarantee it. Because I guess the, the implication there was that someone matching his description was around causing trouble um but he just fucking he shows up in the climax fight scene randomly um no rhyme or reason too it's not like he it's it's not like cole summoned him it's not like cole did anything to do it it's just yeah like you thought that like the dagger was going to be something with it but it really kind of wasn't because uh, he had a different that, fucking dagger <laughs> attached to his chain. Because I thought that I thought he would have. I thought like Cole would have used the dagger to try to like use it, and then all of a sudden he would like 
spawn chains out of it and then he would become scorpion yeah that, that's that that's kind of what it seemed like me. they were doing like when he got he because he had the dagger in the kano fight and he was gonna like or not the kano the goro fight oh shit and i, I thought that that was gonna be his awakening is like okay i was like kind of like rolling my eyes i'm like okay so he's gonna be the scorpion now i did the peter michael kane impression you can be the scorpion now bruce (laughs) and uh but no scorpion shows up as a separate character uh it takes both of them to fight sub-zero so clearly someone working on this movie sub-zero is their favorite mortal kombat character (laughs) could be um i think what happened was they were going to have uh, Louis Tan be Scorpion. He's the guy who plays Cole Young. Um, and they were going to do that all the way through. And at some point, when they signed on with Warners or whatever, when this got to a certain point, they're like, hey, we got fucking Hiroyuki Sonata. Who's like, you know, he's he's not a small name. And they're like, we can get him and he's going to be Scorpion. And they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do with Louis Tan? Yeah, and then someone comes out with their DeviantArt OC, and they're like, "I have just the thing, ladies and gentlemen." As eye rolly as it would have been for him to become the new Scorpion, at least it would have worked a little bit better than just having Scorpion show up out of nowhere. And I thought it made sense. With it like did. It whole, made sense with the way the story the was structured. Talk, the whole talk about his lineage and his bloodline—it's like, okay. Fuck it. I don't care. I have people who are spinning hats into making him into like buzzsaws. I will accept the fact that this kid can turn into his like father. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. It's a it's a game. It's a movie game. Game movie. Yeah. It's like, it, like suspension of disbelief. It would have been it, it would have been better because they they were building to that, it felt like, for most of the movie. It, that would have been the logical manifestation yeah. of his powers. Even if he doesn't turn into Hanzo have him be like the scorpion that we all know yeah. that works because they clearly with the poster the scorpion and sub-zero are the 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 most recognizable characters they're the one that's going to drive its movie that's the climactic fight it would have been better if they had had him become scorpion and then fight sub-zero one-on-one have your epic climactic fight where he comes out on top but instead scorpion shows up the two of them together still can, like, they don't just wash him. <laughs> like, they have, they have to work real hard at it. Scorpion contributes less to that fight than he should have. Uh, and they, it was at this point they were getting a little over the top with all the, like, video game callouts, like, with the get over here and all that. Um, and, they like, did a do voice all the that's moves really well. completely I like different. seeing all the moves. Yes. Like the... But the thing they were missing was when he he tears his face off and shoots the fire. I don't know why they didn't do that. They just kind of said, okay. And when they were doing all the, like, fucking sound bites from the the movie, the the games, rather, I was like, are they are they bold enough to have him fucking rip off his face, shoot the fire, and then have the guy go up and be like, toasty! <laughs> <laughs> do they have the balls? No. The answer no, that was, was no. That was... Didn't. That was that was Cole's uh, line. He, he just they, they decided not to do it. He was to be like, "Wow, toasty." <laughs> yeah. Or when um, they when the when the mother and daughter are getting warmed up, they're like, "Oh, that's toasty." Yeah. The, the whole Which, movie. side note. <laughs> side note. I just I could not suspend my disbelief that a man that young has a daughter that old. Yeah. 
I was like, I thought I thought they were brother and sister until like the mom came by and they kissed. I'm like, what? Wait, what kind of Pornhub shit are we getting into right now? My brain kept rejecting the age of the daughter. Like every time they'd mention he has a daughter, I'm like, oh yeah, she's like an eight year old kid. But like, and then they come back to her, and she's like 16. And like, what? No, no, that's wrong. She's eight. Did you change actresses? High school pregnancies, man. They're a bitch. He's just a kid from Chicago. They never learn about condoms. He's got to keep that lineage alive, you know. Wait, he's from South Side of Chicago, but he never had a battle with Shaq in the Windy City. Uh, saving that for the, the same, second yeah, movie. Saving that for Comes in come with on. Shaq Fu. Come on, yeah. come on. Dribbles um, around Goro, just like you um, can't handle the other move, thing, man. That's yeah, kind of where the story falls apart, though. Is that the whole movie is centered around the the conflict between Scorpion and Sub Zero? Like that's the first like seven minutes of the movie. Is that fight? That's where the main character comes from, that is what you're supposed to care about according to the way the movie's written. And the, like, outworld shit and the Mortal Kombat tournament is all just kind of, like, window dressing for this Yeah, kind of wish they, like, conflict. went to a place... Yeah, kind of wish they went to a place that they would all have to prepare for and fight. And there's and barely any Scorpion versus Sub-Zero in the movie. Like, even when Scorpion shows up, he... he contributes very little to that fight scene and when you've been building that up for an hour and 20 minutes as your climax i kind of expect a the fight scene to be longer b the fight scene to be better and c for it to feel a little more climactic than it did and that's kind of where the story fell apart for me and where i'm like uh, i don't really know if i like this movie so much because they just a lot of unforced errors, I feel. Like there's 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 a way you could have done this movie where it would have been really like legitimately good, like a seven out of ten good. And like not even like rewriting a ton of shit, just like small choices here and there along the way that kind of built up. It's like an error on like a lot of like a complex part, like where there's a lot of parts and the error is just a little bit, but it adds up to be like a foot off by the end of it. Cause there was just a small error here and there and there. And this, would you this be missed surprised? the mark a little bit to me. Would you be surprised to know one, that this is the director's first, his directorial debut, direct directorial debut. Wow. Words. Um, and two, that the studio atomic monster is the James Wan studio who does like the Annabelle movies. So this is, they did. And like their only other foray into super powered action is like Aquaman. That makes a lot of sense. Cause this movie gave me Aquaman vibes at many points where like I watched Cosmonaut variety hours review of Aquaman and he's like going through it and he's like, Oh yeah, I actually kind of end up liking this movie, even though it's really stupid and I had that same sort of feeling, but overall, by the end, the good outweighed the bad for me. Like there, like I said, there was stuff in this movie I liked, and I think there is a way that this movie could have been really good, but it was really stupid in a lot of spots, and it kind of made it hard for me to like it. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, so I guess... 
I mean, eh, we could go through the story, but um, it's, it's I think the story we, of Mortal Kombat lightly. It's edited. also the story. It's the <laughs> um, the ragtag team of people from Earth Realm have to join the All Realm Karate Tournament to uh, <laughs> for the sake of the valley. Yeah, there. <laughs> and I Liu Kang learns to sweep the leg. Thing. I hate it. Yeah, it's Karate Kid, but Mortal Kombat. They needed a montage. Um, they needed an eighties montage. They really, they, they either honestly, either they, for they, the they training a montage or for the... for the training, because they're like talking about how much training they need to do, but they only do like a couple of scenes, and there's no montaging. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's really could have could have done done well with a montage. I know it's maybe you a, gotta a cliche have a montage. Maybe it's a cliched device, <laughs> but. This movie certainly was not shy about other cliches, so I don't know why mm-hmm. the montage would have been. There off was limits. also there was a scene. This is also what made me think that Cole was going to become Scorpion. Was when he was training, um, and they were trying to like awaken, ignite his spark, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's planeswalker. It's planeswalker. Yeah, <laughs> it, it did there feel like a, that. <laughs> they yeah, were like right? talking about that shit. It's like it oh, it's like a trauma spark. to you or or something you have to get your soul out. Uh, there was a, a scene where he had like, it almost looked like he had char, like a like smoke or soot around his mouth, but it looked like it was in the shape of like Scorpion's mask. Am I the only one who saw that? I I mean I'm not saying well, it like, wasn't there, but I didn't pick up on it. And I was like, holy shit! Like, are they are they kind of like hinting right now to like his like a face a possible face mask that he has, um, that he would like become Scorpion. I really so want to like, believe that there's a there's an earlier draft of this script where he is Scorpion because there's so much yeah. that they do to set that up and then they just like veer off course and his yeah. power and the design of his suit is so uninspired compared to everything else that it really feels like it was tacked on at the last minute. Yeah. Um and like there's all those stuff where uh because I've been I've been kind of tuned into that kind of uh, when when movies kind of change course uh, midway through production, because uh, the Falcon the Winter Soldier shows a lot of that. If I don't know if you've watched any of that yet, I'm um, I'm way behind. I need to catch up. I've seen the, the first episode. That's it. Well, the whole um, I think the original plot was supposed to be something about a bio attack that was very similar to COVID, because Falcon the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out before WandaVision. Right, and they had to do a bunch of rewrites and reshoots because they didn't want it to look like COVID, um, coming from uh, an Asian like <laughs> like terrorist group. Uh, that would that would look real bad for their Chinese audiences. Yeah. So I there's there's a lot of things that are really weird. Um, how they kind of do some ADR shit and weird cuts. So I wouldn't be surprised if if some of these weird cuts or uh, weird editing. Uh, ideas in Mortal Kombat had something to do with uh, the fact that Cole was probably supposed to be Scorpion in the beginning. Yeah, like I said, this movie lingered in development hell for 10 years. Yeah, And then, like, more than that because they were supposed to make another film after Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and they never got around to it because that movie did very poorly. Um, And so, yeah, I'm sure there were several different directors at different points with different scripts and different, completely different stories. And then Warner brothers, uh, as we know quite well from the whole justice league debacle Mm -hmm. is not a studio that's shy about 
throwing its weight around in the creative process, let's say. Yeah. Um, so I can, can definitely see them f- forcing some changes to this movie. Um, it, like, overall, it's not the worst. Like, I think it's it's enjoyable enough to watch, but I can't say it's a good movie. I'd watch it in a movie. <laughs> From how much we're shitting on it, it sounds like we like we really hated it. But I had fun watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it had its flaws, but I think it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, like this is the guy who who liked the Venom movie largely because it was a Venom movie, not because it was great. So I can like put some shit aside to watch a movie with my favorite characters in it. Um this kind of scratched that itch. Um, I think they, they a lot of unforced errors made this a lot worse than it needed to be. But if you are if you want to watch a Mortal Kombat movie, there are certainly worse out there, and you could do a lot worse with the source material than this movie came, mm-hmm. came out. So I would give it a, a tepid recommendation if you are a fan of the Mortal Kombat series. If you are not a Mortal Kombat fan, I would say skip it because there's not a whole lot on offer here for you as just a general movie fan. I'd, I'd say if you're looking for a... this is the, You know what? This is the movie to watch when you say, what the fuck do I watch tonight? What movie do I want to put on? Put this one on. Grab a bowl of popcorn. Sit on your couch and maybe fall asleep, but maybe not. And, you know, <laughs> two hours of your life. There it is. I just saw it's actually two only hours. an hour, hour 30. It was actually surprisingly short, like an hour 30, yeah. 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it's 12 a, minutes of credits. <laughs> it's a solid they maybe mid-tier they movie. They maybe could have done with more, like, filler with... Uh, yeah, there was there was room to establish characters a little bit better, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Um, even if you just want to have the outward world goons be be goons, that's okay. But you can like introduce them in such a way and not just have people show up. Um, it it kind of felt like there were scenes that were missing in certain spots. I'd be interested to see if there's a director's cut of this that comes out at some point. Because it kind of felt like there was some story bits that got cut for time. Uh, kind of like the Daredevil movie. Except in that movie, they cut out all the story from the theatrical release. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've talked enough about this, I feel. Uh, if you guys have any final thoughts you want to share without me talking over you, no. feel free. Um, to watch it for Kano. You can't, Kano, Kano was, was great. Awesome part. Kano was yeah. great. Uh, disappointed he he got he got got go fucking lasers um yeah cooler than some fireball shit oh am i gonna get some fireballs i can't <laughs> get some awesome lines i, I will admit That's you think really cool. you think i have three million dollars i live in this shit heap yeah <laughs> Uh, because uh, thing is yeah. So that's that's Mortal Kombat, and that's episode two sixty. We'll be back next week with episode two sixty one. Oh, that's how White Boy work. Rick. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I'm, I I want to believe a... that you knew immediately what White Boy Rick was, but what you're like, wait no, I can I can pay this off in a big way later yeah, down I, the line. I think like halfway through the Mortal Kombat thing, you were like, oh yeah, that movie. It was that. it was during the follow up or whatever. It was during video game. I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch, Peter. <laughs> I was like, I gotta I gotta do it for the fucking memes. No props. That's that's solid. That's that's like me tier forty chess for comedy. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I, it's like it's like seeing your, your your child, you know, start start mm-hmm. to to resemble you a little more. Peter, you're my comedy child. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, yeah, we'll be back with two sixty one. Uh, Twitch TV slash Saturn Studs Divinity Original Sin two. Um, I, I found found an exploit in between episodes and and we have some Ooh. we have some gear now. I also installed a couple of mods uh, that do some quality of life tweaks. Uh, the the biggest like gameplay change when I installed was uh, it's titled Mini Memory Buff, and it just gives you two and eight extra slots of memory, uh, so we don't have to dump more stats into there. Okay, um, which is it's a small change I don't, small world after all some some quality of life stuff um but yeah like no major gameplay overalls but i did manage to get us some some decent gear and we'll, we'll continue our adventures in driftwood or wherever the fuck we're at um, trying not to get killed by walking three feet off the path yeah um let's let's not <laughs> let's not do that again i can't believe they put those fucking scarecrows there god damn it Oh fuck! Just just right. be conscious of the levels, guys. <laughs> like, we're... well, it didn't tell me to level until there was five twin. Twi- we know from Fort. We know from Fort Story that there's... my ass, giving me a fucking field hand. No, I, that was that was bullshit. I agree. That was bullshit. You started talking, you failed to check, and they started fighting you, and they were like way over leveled. That was that was baloney. <sighs> that was a bunch of malarkey. That was not yeah, your fault, Peter. But I was it, there. It, it, it's <laughs> happened a lot in this game. We should expect it. Um, but anyway, yeah, come come watch some more fun drunken adventures from us if you didn't get enough of that here. Uh, that's all I got. So until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.